1: And welcome into Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. Opening night in the books, the Magic 1-0 now after a 94-85 win over the Cavaliers last night and the Magic won. So you win to get 50% off your regular menu price order today at PapaJohns.com with promo code MAGICWIN. 50% off uh, your PapaJohns.com offer. Online order, of course, the promo code is Magic Win. We head to the hotline, my guest this evening, writes for OrlandoMagic.com. He's on Twitter, at John Denton 555 John Denton joins me on the hotline this evening. J.D., how are you? I'm doing
2: great, Jake. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. How many uh, opening nights is this for you now? Did, did you count? Do you, do you go back that far? Do numbers go... That high,
3: JD? <laughs> it,
2: it, it's yeah, it's a little fuzzy with my with my old age here. But that was number twenty three for me. Uh, so 20, 23 of them, and you know, hey, I'm lucky. I get to I get to watch basketball for a living. And last night was a lot of fun. That was that was the place to be in Orlando. And you know, the Amway Center was was packed and it was rocking. So it was it was a good night.
1: Go back even before last night, JD. It feels like. There's a, a bit of a renewed sense of enthusiasm around town about this team. It, it's been a couple of years, hasn't it, since people have been this excited?
2: Yeah, you know, no doubt. I mean, the way this team finished last year, you know, to go 22-9 and nine down the stretch, win those last nine home games, uh, you know, people can sense that this thing is coming together. They can see that the Magic are headed the right direction. They've got great leadership in the front office running this thing. Steve Clifford's as good as uh, coach as there is in the NBA. And, you know, Boots said the other day he said he had somebody working on his house this summer, and they were like, We're coming to the game. You guys are going to be good, right? And then he had, you know, people coming up to him saying, Hey, I got rid of my season tickets a couple years ago, but I got them back. Mm. So can't wait to watch you guys. So you can, you can sense it throughout the community uh, that people realize the Magic are headed the right direction, and this could be a special season.
1: I talked yesterday on the show, John Denton, my guest. Uh, Magic Drive Time here, ninety six nine. The game. I talked yesterday on the show about, it's kind of a, it's kind of a strange question, but. The most important Magic player, like whose success individually will be most tied to the team's success over the course of the year? I think A.G. and Vooch kind of jump out at you, but then I started to think about the defensive capabilities if Jonathan Isaac takes that next step this year. How would you answer that question? I don't think there's very many wrong answers, um, or, or maybe there are a couple wrong answers, but there's definitely a lot of right answers. Who do you think is the most important player uh, for the team's success this year?
2: Yeah, you know, Jake, uh, there, there's definitely a lot of options. I mean, we all know that Vooch is the, the anchor. Uh, we all know that, that J.I. and Aaron Gordon are the Swiss Army Knives because they can guard a lot of people. If you'd asked me this last year, I would have said D.J. Augustine. I, I thought D.J. Augustine was right there with Vooch as far as MVP of the team. He mm. was so steady last year. He was so good. You know, the fact that he was able to play 81 games, uh, that that was huge for this team. You know, now that you've got uh, you know, Markel Fultz behind him, you've got Michael Carter-Williams behind him, it, it takes a little bit of the load off, uh, you know. It, it, but, I mean, like you said, there's so many options. I mean, Aminu, look what Aminu did the other night. Uh, did uh, Wednesday night, plus 14 off the bench. Yeah. Does everything right. Terrence Ross was a plus 17 off the bench. Uh, like you said, you could vote for boots, you could vote for DJ, you could vote for Aminu, you could vote for J.I., uh there's a lot of important players on this team. I know I didn't answer the question, but there's a lot of guys that you could pick with that question.
1: No, I think that's kind of the point of the exercise is it shows you sort of, I don't know, I guess the uh, the egalitarian nature of of this roster. And on any given night, you as you know, J.D., in this league, you know, it's a matchup-based league. You're going to need, you know, nine, ten different guys to be able to contribute um, depending on, on whose night it is and, and was. And last night, I think Nick Vucevic, obviously, I think he's sort of the – He's sort of the bedrock. You need Vooch's offense. You need that 21-9 and nine that you know you're going to get from him on a regular basis. And then everybody else uh, might sort of flash in spots. And one of the guys who flashed last night, obviously, Markel Fultz. Great to see him out there uh, and playing healthy, playing free, and being effective. 12 points, 6 assists. He was 6-12 from the field. Had that dunk that it felt like exercised a whole lot of demons. Just give me a <laughs> sense of how he felt after the game, talking to him. What, what were your impressions of, of where he was last night post game?
2: Yeah, you know, Jake, it's amazing to see the kids' face light up. I mean, everybody in that locker room, just about everybody around the league, everybody you talk to is pulling for Markell. I mean, they know what he went through. I mean, you know, he had two seasons taken away from him. You know, people called him a bust. People called him the worst first-round pick ever, first number-one pick ever. And, you know, all you have to do is just look at the kid's talent. I mean, his whole life he's been one of the best players in the country you knew if he could just get his health right and, you know, give the Magic credit. They didn't trot him out there last year after trading for him. They stood stood by him. They, you know, sent trainers to, to work with him all summer. Uh, they've got his health right, and, and now the talent is flowing. I mean, he came into that game the other night, four quick baskets right in a row by getting to the paint. He gets anywhere he wants on the floor. And then he senses that in the second half, you know, Cleveland started coming at him to take away his baskets at the rim. And then he finds, you know, Mo Bamba with a no-look bounce pass behind his back. He finds Vooch with a wraparound pass. I mean, the way he mixed it up, the variety in his game last night, it just spoke to the, the tremendous promise that this kid has.
1: You, you love that he's sort of checking off the boxes, get out there in a preseason game, everything feels fine, get out there in a regular season game, and, and you just keep going. I almost think that now the next box to check is is play poorly, have a bad game like all NBA players do, go one for seven one night and turn the ball over a couple times, and then we'll move past that. And then all of a sudden the world yeah. won't be falling. You'll wake up in the morning, you'll have another practice, you'll have another shooter on another game, there's always another one around the corner. Uh, I'm almost ready for that. Let's let, Let's get that part behind us, and then we can really move forward.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, Jake, he missed three three-pointers last night. In Philadelphia, the fans probably would have been groaning. <laughs> exactly. Last night, no, nobody cared one bit I mean that he made. You know, he had one basket outside the paint. He missed three threes. But who cares? I mean, when you're doing what he did, I mean, he he accounted for like 35 points with his points, assists, his steals. He he set up so much for this team. And you know, he's a difference maker. In the NBA, if you want to have an elite offense, You've got to have a guy who can get in the heart of the defense, command a second defender, and be able to you know find the open man and he gives them an element that they haven't had the last couple of years he he could he could potentially take this this offense to another level with his with his abilities to get in the
1: paint. Yeah, and some of that is just it's just innate. I mean, for some guys, you just get in there and you feel the the defense collapsing, and you feel um, you know where to go with the ball. And some guys, it takes forever. I watched Colin Sexton stub his toe all season last year, getting into the paint and then trying to figure out what do I do among the trees? Do I go up? Do I try to fight through contact? Do I kick it out? Um, it's certainly something that comes naturally, I think, to Markel Fultz. I thought Steve Clifford's. Answer post game and his approach early on in the season as far as his rotation goes, J.D., was pretty interesting. He can't keep Michael Carter-Williams off the floor. I mean, he's such a fan of the guy's defense. How do you see that shaking out? Ten-man rotation eventually, as we know. Cliff's going to want to go nine-man. But early on in the season, it makes sense, don't you think, to open it up a little bit?
2: Yeah, he thinks, you know, right now with a the, with the shorter preseason that, that the guys aren't ready to go nine-man and he wants to find a way. I, I was just writing this for tomorrow for OrlandoMagic.com, he wants Michael Carter Williams on the floor. He wants him in rhythm. Uh, you know, he knows at some point he's going to have to use Michael Carter Williams. Uh, you know, he went out this summer. They basically told him, hey, Fultz is going to be the backup point guard. We need you to put on weight and be stronger. He comes back at the exact, you know, puts on 12 or 13 pounds, exact same body fat. Uh, he can guard ones. He can guard twos. He can guard threes. Steve Clifford said he's been probably the second, third best player in the whole preseason at training camp. Right, and Cliff has pointed out he's been around some great, great defenders in his career, but none of them can do quite the things that Michael Carter Williams can do. With, I mean, he, he's like a one-man pick-and-roll disruptor. You watch him; he almost guards both guys. It's so smart, so savvy. Six foot six. Uh, you know, Cliff's going to find a way. Uh, a coach who puts such an emphasis on defense as he does, he's going to find a way to get Michael Carter-Williams on the floor as much as possible.
1: How about a five-man of Fultz, MCW, Al-Faruq Gordon, and Isaac? Can anybody score (laughs) points against that? I mean, mean, it's hopeless. The point is this team has so many options defensively, J.D. I mean, they can literally night to night, they can, um, you know, Steve Clifford can just be like a mad chemist.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, they want, you know, they've had that link last year. They made it miserable for teams. You look, those last 31 games, the Magic were first in the league in defense. Now the key, the next step is, and Cliff has talked about this, they've got to take those turnovers and convert them to points.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, last night, 16 turnovers for, for Cleveland. The Magic only turned them into 11 points. They want to make that more of a priority. Use your defense to turn it into offense. You know, that's a way to help this offense become better. By getting you know easy points off your defense,
1: yeah, and, and and I do think you know if you sort of spin it forward, you know perimeter shooting might be a, a little bit of a question mark. They got to figure out ways, and I know Cliff's been talking about this since the preseason. Got to figure out ways to get easy buckets, and whether or not it's forcing bad shots, forcing turnovers, getting out in transition, which I do think you know now that you have Marco Fultz coming off the bench, letting him get out and run is certainly a uh, very appealing. But then you also talk about crashing the offensive glass and figuring out ways to utilize that sort of athleticism and the length that this team has to create new, you know, second opportunities, um, but just easy junk buckets and, and easy points, um, you know, out, I guess outside of, of the confines of a half-court offense. How important is that, J.D., to use the defense, to use all of the, the, the sort of side, um, I guess, ancillary aspects of this team and this roster to just sort of manufacture offense at times?
2: Yeah, you know, Jake, that offensive rebounding is kind of a new way of thinking in the NBA now. Uh, you know, for years, Jeff Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy, Steve Clifford, the guys that, that, that Cliff has worked for, they've always preached, don't crash the boards, get back on defense. Right. It's it's more important to, to cut off fast breaks on the other end. So you don't you don't want an offensive rebound. Well Cliff has come, you know, full circle on that and he believes now with you know, with the athleticism that you've got in Isaac and Gordon and uh, has is, is always been a, a great rebounder. He thinks, you know, this team needs to get more offensive rebounds. It's another way, like you said, another way to get easy points, another way to get more possessions. Uh, you know, you see it now, all the analytics people, it's all about possessions. You want as many possessions as you can. That's, that's how you're going to score. And, you know, so now he wants his guys crashing the, crashing the boards more. And, you know, they still got to get back on defense. But he, he thinks if you could get three or four more offensive rebounds a game, Hey, that's more possessions, more points, more chances for easy baskets. So it's, it's a it's a big, big point of instance
1: now. And I do wonder, you know, because I heard Cliff talking about that sort of the uh, the transformation over the last couple of years. How much more is it? I mean, obviously it, the game has opened up offensively, but there's so much more perimeter shooting when you think about crashing the glass uh, with a shot that's, you know, coming from 15 to 20 feet versus a shot that's coming from outside of the three-point line. I think you probably have a, a little bit better probability of being able to convert those opportunities just because you're talking about long rebounds, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's totally changed the game. And you see teams now that are playing five out or four out and one in. You know, there's not the, the the clog up in the paint that there used to be. You know, guys now, you see, they get a running start from the three-point line and they can get those rebounds. They can get those footback dunks and things like that. The floor is more spread out. It's easier than ever to get offensive rebounds. And, you know, when, you, when you've when you got a seven-footer in Vooch, seven-one in Bamba, you know, you you got six, you know, seven foot basically in Johnson Isaac, six nine jumping Jack Aaron Gordon. The Magic should get a lot a lot of offensive rebounds, and I, I think it's a smart strategy to try to pound that glass even more than they have in years past.
1: John Denton, my guest from OrlandoMagic.com. I wanted to ask you about Bamba. He fourteen minutes last night, three of five from the field. We see the three point stroke. Uh, In the preseason, it does seem like he he definitely utilized his time last year while he was out to study the game to figure out, like Cliff always says, playing with purpose. What is my purpose? What's my role on this team? I thought he was really good last night. I love seeing him with seven rebounds in 14 minutes. It's a nice uh, sort of ratio there. What does he need to do? john to 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 sort of take that next step this year or really even to take the first step i mean obviously his rookie season was hampered by injuries what's what's kind of going to make mo bamba um a more important piece of this rotation and 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 what does he need to do to sort of build that um i guess that base of his game
2: well with mo it's always going to come down to energy and aggression you know he's got to be in attack mode he can't you know he can't walk into games. He's got to sprint in the games. He, you know, he's got to go at teams. He's got to go for blocks. And, you know, I, it, it a lot of the last night was about Markell Fultz, his first game in 11 months. Hey, it was, it was, it was Mark, uh, it was uh, Mo Bamba's first game since February. Sure. You know, he had his rookie season cut short. And, you know, I, I think of any player on this roster, nobody was more ready for training camp than Mo Bamba. I mean, he came out that first night in San Antonio. Seventeen points, eight rebounds, three blocks. I mean, Mo put in so much work over the summer, and he's gotten himself in much better conditioning, much better strength. Uh, he, he's so much better uh, equipped now for the NBA game. Uh, you know, physically, mentally. Give Steve Curt- Clifford and Coach Batista a, a lot of a lot of credit. They Rather than let him sit out last season after he got hurt, they made him file scouting reports. After every game, they sat down, the three of them, and would go over it. what he learned about the centers, what he learned about how teams or other teams are trying to attack him. And, and Mo said, I'm, I'm so much further along now than I was last year. And little things like that helped him grow mentally while he was out with a leg injury. So he's, you know, it's night and day where he is now compared to last season.
1: J.D., good stuff as always. Appreciate the time. We'll catch up down the road, okay?
2: Okay, Jake. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Thanks.
1: Thanks, John. There he is, John Denton. You can follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555 Make sure you read all of his stuff, of course, on OrlandoMagic.com. Hey, guys, choose your games, lock in your seats, and save big with an Orlando Magic flex plan. Experience magic above all and see the team take on top opponents like the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers. What are you waiting for? Visit OrlandoMagic.com slash flex plans to purchase your plan Today. A little more magic drive time. When we come back, Ben Rivera, Mr. 413, drops in with a little hoop scoop. Jake Chapman here with you. Magic drive time, 96-9 the game.
4: Orlando Magic Flex Plans get you the games you want, when you want. Choose any games, lock in your seats, and save big off-gate prices. You can see top opponents like the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets, or choose the weekend games to fit your schedule. Any way you build it, Flex Plans allow you to experience magic above all the way you want. Visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Flex Plans to customize your plan today.
0: This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Advent Health support you for proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. Magic fans. Here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information.
1: At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta
4: do. Who do it big. Then
0: do it bigger. Who
4: don't just watch.
0: So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice.
4: Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew.
0: And get to it.
4: That's right, get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done.
3: Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do Let's do the do,
0: Advent Health and Southwest Airlines are teaming up to provide Magic fans the opportunity to catch a game on the road this season in one of three destinations, Houston, Denver, or Milwaukee. One grand prize winner will receive two tickets to a game in the selected city, airfare, lodging, and $200 in spending money. Five second prize winners will receive 20,000 Southwest Airlines Rapid Rewards bonus points. For more information and to enter, visit orlandomagic.com getaway. That's orlandomagic.com getaway.
1: I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634 terms and conditions apply to your website MLS 70168 Equal Housing. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit CB Roofing and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof.
3: This is DJ Augustine of the Orlando Magic. You're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando's Sports Leader, 96.9 The Game.
1: And welcome back into Magic Drive Time. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. The Magic 1-0 now after a win over the Cavaliers last night, and it's out on the road. We'll see the Atlanta Hawks Saturday night, and we will see the Toronto Raptors. That'll be Monday uh, up in Canada. The defending champion, of course. Toronto Raptors. Big thanks to John Denton for joining me there in the first segment. And i got a couple minutes left here, and we bring in Mr. 413, Mr. Ben Rivera, signing autographs at Amway Center last night, and he's got a little something we call Hoop Scoop. As part of our obligation to you, the fan, we've spent countless minutes scouring the internet today to bring you the hottest NBA topics. This is Hoop Scoop. Before we get into Hoop Scoop, Ben, you're signing autographs.
3: Autographs. I mean, I can't even believe it. This brave young soul trapped me in an elevator, looked me in the eyes, and asked me for an autograph. I tried telling him, "Trust me, you don't want it." Is that kind of game? But me then, a then look. it
1: almost makes you sound like you're you're even more full of yourself if you're like, "Oh, you don't want my autograph? Beg me for it."
3: Well, you know what? You're right. So I signed the autograph, right? And I instantly texted you and Dante. I know let you, you know. did. Let you guys know it, and then once you told me I should have put Mr. 413 on there, I was highly upset at myself.
1: Yes, I can't believe you didn't capitalize on that opportunity. We'll get your branding. We'll get your branding right, Mr. 413. All right, what do you got? A little hoop scoop here.
3: All right, so as we know, Kyrie Irving had his debut for the um, Brooklyn Nets last night. Yes, he looked night. pretty good. He has 50 points.
1: I mean, zero turnovers.
3: And did you see the last play of the game? I mean, they almost went in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was. It was.
1: Incredible. Richard Jefferson was laugh- laughing on the broadcast because of how ridiculous that move was.
3: I mean, if it went in, like that would have been the best debut of all time. I'm assuming probably. Right? Okay, high so, up there. So, are you buying into Brooklyn? Where Where do you have them finishing in the East?
1: I think they're. I mean, why can't they be the same team that they were last year, but a little bit better? Right? They They lost a couple pieces, obviously, D'Angelo Russell, but I would think Kyrie sort of. Approximate to what you were getting out of D'Angelo Russell last year. So, I could easily see them in you know somewhere between the 6 to 8 range.
3: So, you believe that Irving can carry them to that spot?
1: Yeah, I think look, I'm sorry. Kyrie Irving is really darn good at basketball. He's got a whole lot else going on, but I think probably, you know, kind of like LeBron, he's he's going to try to prove a point this year that Boston wasn't all on him, that he's still a great uh, great player. And that he made the right decision going to Brooklyn. And so, yeah, I, I think Kyrie will probably, if he stays healthy, will have a great year. He's obviously going to have a lot of opportunities there. And I think Brooklyn's a, a, a well-run team, certainly well-coached, um, and they could be really good. Or pretty good, I'll say.
3: We're going to switch gears here. We're going to move over to Charlotte. I'm not sure if you watched, but P.J. Washington went It's my guy. Last did you see my
1: receipts? I'm tweeting receipts for all my draft takes because all my guys are hitting right Listen, now. I
3: wasn't looking at them, but I'll check it later. I'll see if that's verified, that's a fact or not. But he had 27 points last night Last night, off of seven threes. Yeah, didn't he hit five in the first half? Something like that, but are he, is he a sleeper pick for Rookie of the Year? Uh, Potentially. I'm not sure he's going to have the,
1: the counting stats, but look, I, I mean, all of a sudden, Rookie of the Year is a little bit up in the air now that Zion's knee is what Zion's knee is, and so, you know, we sort of... We sort of gave him that award first and foremost. Rookie of the year probably is not gonna come from a team that wins fifteen to twenty games and I got a feeling Charlotte is going to win fifteen to twenty games. But I love PJ Washington. He he was ready to be a pro, you know, midway through last season at Kentucky.
3: Okay, so if it's not PJ Washington, it's obviously not gonna be Zion anymore. Who are we looking
1: at? I'm not, I'm not going to say obviously not going to be Zion anymore, but I think John Morant's going to have a good opportunity. Darius Garland, I mean, look, the Cavs probably aren't going to win very many games, but Darius Garland could have some, some nice counting stats. Did you see that three
3: he made last night yeah, <laughs> early in that the game? Deep. That if was deep. If he's going to
1: knock down triples like that, I think he's got an opportunity. Um, and RJ, I think RJ's probably a, a, a pretty good bet as well.
3: Okay, so the 76ers last night handled Boston pretty easily, 107-93. to 93. All, The whole starting five scored in double figures, Um Harris scored 15, Simmons 24, Horford 16, Embiid 15, and Josh Richardson 17. Are they the team to beat in these?
1: Yes. 100%. Yeah, I think so. I'm a big Ben Simmons fan. 24 points, but I think he had 9 and 8 as well. He almost got that triple-double. I know he can't shoot, but he does things that there aren't very many people who can do. I think Al Horford is an absolutely perfect compliment to Joel and in that front line and Tobias. I just think they have the best starting five in the Eastern Conference. I think they might be the team to beat in the entire league, Ben, because I think they're I think they kind of put it all together right now and they're at the point where they're just ready to pop. They just got to get healthy, um,
3: to get get to the
1: postseason healthy and and let those guys just gel.
3: I mean, with everything that Ben Simmons brings to the table, does he even have to shoot? You know what I mean? No, not if he's going to play like that. Not if he's going
1: to break defenses down. If he's going to use his passing ability, which is otherworldly. Um, yeah, you want to keep defenses um, honest. And it'd be great if you could at least add the threat of a perimeter jump shot. But uh, he's he's pretty darn good without it. So I'll take Ben Simmons, jumper or no. That's it. We're out of time. I'm sorry.
3: I was going to try getting one more. I want to squeeze as much as I can, but...
1: Mr. 413, and yeah, I cut you before you got to talk about uh, your boy, Gordon Hayward. That's going to do it for Magic Drive Time. We're back tomorrow night. My name is Jake Chapman. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at JakeChapmanOM. Back again tomorrow, another Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game.
4: Orlando Magic fans, the 2019-20 season is here and big games are on the horizon. Show your pride for Magic Above All and don't miss the biggest matchups of the season against teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State Warriors, and Philadelphia 76ers. Be there live when players like LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Joel Embiid visit Amway Center. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. It's big games above all.